Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app. Or go to prizepicks.com, and when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. J.C. Sherbert of Inside the Gamecocks of the Big Spur. Well, 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 J.C. Here we are. What's going on, my friend? Appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you know, normally we we don't have news that just breaks uh, as soon as we go on the air. And, and as soon as we went on the air today, 
uh, sort of had a little marathon uh, situation today because we had uh, JC and Morgan uh, and then live streaming back to back with the show. And so uh, we whirlwind, we get on. Uh, we're about to talk about the crystal balls that were in for Dylan Stewart and Jalewis Solomon. Then all of a sudden he commits at high noon. So I, I think it's, it's one of those things where uh, that was a gift and it kind of caught you off guard. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't see that coming right now. I thought he would commit before the season, um, but very little fanfare. There wasn't a press conference, anything like that. He, he just put it out and said, I'm done. I don't talk to anybody anymore. I'm going to South Carolina. No more visits. Good to have this out of the way. And, you know, frankly, that's a good sign because the kid, you know, that means the kid's ready to get back and play some ball with his high school team and work on the game. And, boy, I just I had the pleasure of sitting there and watching his film again. And just what, what a fantastic player South Carolina's getting. I mean, that, that guy is uh, – he's natural. He, he's everything you want. So um, – uh, and it's a huge position of need. <laughs> uh, and it's another five-star that South Carolina beats the entire country on. Mm -hmm. uh, and unlike Nick Harbor, uh, you know, you go head-to-head -head with Oregon. South Carolina was beating Oregon in recruiting before. They, they beat him. Um, uh, she was the receiver that they moved to tight end that, that, that uh, McClendon got out of Georgia that could never stay healthy. But anyway, they beat Oregon for him. I mean, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not unprecedented, but, but to beat – Ohio State, who was number two, Georgia, who was number three, and Alabama, who was number four, and then Miami, who was number five. I mean, the, those are the three best programs in college football. And, and you beat them on an out-of-state kid. That's, that, JC, that hasn't happened yeah, yeah. a lot. I, I, you, you mentioned, JC, because, I, you know, obviously, let's talk Dylan Stewart, man, a, a huge – I mean, I, just like you mentioned, it's crazy, too, in the world of social media where, like, everybody kind of knows everything and there's all this – this hype hoopla, you know, kids generate buzz on the recruiting trail. They have ceremonies. They do this. They they play the recruiting game. I mean, like you mentioned, it's just a random Tuesday. I mean, I know it's August 1st and there's football this month, but, I mean, it's just a kind of a random Tuesday, and all of a sudden you just get on Twitter and you're like, what in the world? There are a lot of layers and a lot of different directions we can go with this, but I want to start, JC, you mentioned, on the field. Talk about the player that South Carolina is getting, and you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. South Carolina's class was not going to be a success if they did not address the positions of need. Edge, as we all know, was that position or one of those positions. Talk about what South Carolina is getting specifically out of a football player that you like so much. Well, he's a guy that's not, you know, every defensive lineman that goes into a major school has to develop, right, Chris? I mean, I think even Clowney. Uh, the late great Brad Boeing will told you Clowney had some things to learn. He had to coach him, but uh, just a polished player. It, it, there's not a lot of sloppiness in his game. Um, you know, whereas like if I saw De it, it, I, Carlos Dunlap and Devin Taylor, okay, two really good defensive ends. Uh, mm -hmm. And they ended up being, they were a little sloppy, you know, they hadn't really grown into their body that they, they weren't, um, they were just these tall, freakish athletes, and it would flash sometimes on the high school level and then not on the others. This guy is just – there's not a lot of sloppiness. He's intentional. He's uh, – the guy could probably play linebacker in college if he wanted to. Uh, that instinctive, uh, he penetrates well. Hand violence is outstanding. Um, the leverage he gets is great. 
Um, he can bend. Uh, he's kind of like a panther, you know, when he gets in his stance, he shoots out and pounces. He's a sure tackler. He likes physicality. Um, he can play the run. He can play the pass. You know, I mean, he, he's very good at getting penetration against the run game, setting the edge, whatever. Naturally strong player uh, who, I mean, I've been to Friendship Collegiate Academy where he's, he's from before. Interesting place. Not even sure they have a weight room. Uh, but uh, so once he gets into a college weight program, wow, the, the sky's the limit. Um, you know, just fantastic. Not a lot of false steps. Just just one of those guys that if you're an offensive coordinator, you have to circle. Um, I'm not so sure they're not going to have to circle him pretty soon, too, at the college level. He, mm-hmm. He's that advanced. Where You know, whereas, like I said, guys like Devin Taylor, Carlos Dunlap, uh, Dunlap was a highly rated top five guy, but you, you knew it was going to take him a year or two. Um, you know, this guy is more similar to being uh, like a a thinner, like a, like more of a, I guess, longer, lengthier version of Robert Quinn, who came out of that same – I saw Fort Dorchester play with Dunlap and Quinn. Quinn was the better player, you know, uh, but, but Dunlap was probably the better athlete. Now, this guy – this guy's got the complete package, you know. Um, and uh, like I said, even Jeffy and Clowney has some things to learn. And, and whereas, you know, this guy's not like your ultra freak, like like Devion, uh, he's going to make play after play after play after play. Um, you know, probably you know, another comparison. Some of those guys that play have played for Georgia at outside linebacker the past few years or that play for Alabama. I mean, that's – that's why all those schools wanted him. I mean, he's that type of guy uh, that's just going to make play after play for your defense. And, you know, I can't say enough good about the, the recruiting battle they won. Uh, I felt good about it even during the doom and gloom of the last few weeks, Chris. Remember I said on the show, I was like, well, now Dylan Stewart is pretty much status quo. I don't know if anybody believed me, but uh, it turns out it was. Uh, and, um, you know, the third highest rated recruit of all time, just a fraction of a point behind Jordan Birch with Clowney being one tied with Marcus Lattimore. And I mean, this guy, and then you throw him from DC on top of Nick Harbor last year, you know, South Carolina is really going to start being a factor with just about every top kid up there. Uh, and it's going to be a tremendous resource for Beamer and company as kind of a secondary pipeline to the state of South Carolina um, moving forward. JC, can you pinpoint what's made them so successful up there? Because this goes back to like Marshawn Lloyd, Braden Davis. Then you talk Big Tree, Bobolay, Nicholas Harbor. Now it's Dylan Stewart. I mean, to your point, JC, and I'm sure, you know, will there be some guys that come through over the coming years that maybe they don't choose South Carolina? I mean, maybe so. But to me, JC, it feels like now, if you're a big time, you know, big time football player, you go to South Carolina. I mean, I, I just, if you're in the DMV, you go to South Carolina. like, And when you start building that reputation, especially let's say Nicholas Harbor pops and Dylan Stewart, and these guys have successful careers and, you know, they maximize their potentials. They're maximizing NIL potentials, like their own winning football teams. Like it just, but it's, it's, it's so funny. Like Jay-Z, if you'd have told me when Shane was hired, Hey, by the way, Spencer Rattler's going to dominate the DMV. I mean, I'd have been like, that's really random, but I mean, I hope so. Like what's made it click up there? Well, there's a couple of things. I, I want to talk about C.J. Spiller for a minute because uh, even though C.J. did not end up transferring from Clemson, there was a time he almost did. Uh, and I, I think Marshawn Lloyd in a lot of ways, you know, and, and if there was something good he accomplished besides 
help with the Gamecocks win a few games in the middle of last year. Uh, it was, it was that he's a popular kid. He's from Delaware, played at DeMatha. That got some people by surprise. So, so that happened. So you got Marshawn sitting here. Well, then the pandemic happens um, and a new staff comes in. Well, Pete Limbo is on the staff. And I remember uh, I wrote an article about recruiting North South because I've always kind of believed they should. Um, and Pete believed in that. So he kind of laid some groundwork up in that area. Taylor Edwards, the um, director of uh, player personnel, came from the University of Maryland under like Michael Oxley. So he knows that area really well. Uh, then you start throwing in, you know, you had the Jay Sean Barham. Th- I mean, they're almost sitting on three studs in a row. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for Jay Sean Barham. And that one stings because uh, Jay Sean has turned out to be a pretty good player, right? <laughs> uh, for the Terps. But man, you know, you sit there and you, you throw that into the mix. And, and then you bring in Sterling Lucas, who was with the Ravens for five years, lived in Baltimore, and is familiar with the area and has connections. Um, and you got all those people working. Well, you know, Big Tree Babalade, Desmond Umiazulu, uh, last year, and uh, Zabari Sandy was the first one, and he's a DC kid. Um, you know, so it kind of kind of laid the groundwork just like CJ Spiller did for Clemson to get all those those Florida kids. Cause it, mm. you know, once you have a surprise decision like that go your way with a top elite prospect, it almost kind of gives the other ones. Number one, it causes them to look. It's like, well, what's my buddy seeing this place? You know, number two, uh, it almost gives them permission to say, well, you know, these guys turn down blue bloods and, and Ohio State and all that, and they're fine. So why can't I? You know, uh, I believe in this place. It's special. Nick went here. Why can't I? Um, and, and I've seen that happen with, with colleges that raise their recruiting level <clears throat> time and time again. It, it, it's, it's, you start. It's a build. It's a slow build. And so um, now you look at it, you know, you got Big Tree, Desmond, Zabari, and Nick for the last class. And and here you got Braden Lee and uh, Braden Lee uh, and <laughs> Dylan Stewart. I can't even believe I'm saying that mm-hmm. uh, for this class. Man, that's six absolute studs mm-hmm. from that area. In uh, South Carolina, you know, even through the Muschamp era, South Carolina did really well at home in the state, but I think we're starting to realize the numbers just aren't there. There's quality, but there's not enough and you need a place to go get players. And so I think this is developing into that. Hmm. Now again, JC, we talked about Dylan Stewart, the impact of course on the field as a great football player as he is off the field, you know, as well as I do, JC perceptions, reality in college football, right? And the ripple effect from this, we had a very similar conversation after Nicholas Harbor chose the Gamecocks just talk about JC. I mean, what this means for South Carolina because it's it's one thing to land kind of the one-off five-star. You know, South Carolina's done that here and there, but now you go back-to-back classes and, and you're getting a five-star guy. And I feel like you can just sort of sense it. Like things are changing. Like like you mentioned, like guys, all of a sudden, these top prospects they're looking at South Carolina maybe in a different manner, like nationally. I mean, everybody's talking about this, right? Anytime you're in the national spotlight for positive reasons, it's a great thing for your program. What do you think the impact of a decision like this? We know what it was with Nicholas Harbor, how positive it was. I mean, I'd imagine this continues kind of that snowball effect and the positive momentum on the recruiting side. How how big would you say the commitment of Dylan Stewart is for South Carolina? Again, not just on the field, but off the field as well. 
Oh, it's huge because, I mean, you know, even Jonathan Taylor, who the Gamecocks were kind of battling NC State with today, you could tell it got his attention. Five stars want to play with other five stars. There's no question about that. You know, there, there are some guys that want to go their own way and do their own thing, but the vast majority of them want to go where, where there's other great players and they can challenge themselves and, and win championships. And so the, so the more big-time guys you got, the better. Uh, and I would almost argue, Chris, as crazy and cattywampus as, and unimpressed as I am with, you know, some of the recruiting rankings out there by the various networks. I mean, South Carolina really has – to be honest, if you, if you really – and maybe it ends up this way. I think they've got three five-star guys because I think there's nobody better than Pringle and Thompson uh, tackle-wise in the country. Those guys get overlooked sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as it stands, it's one. Uh, and, and you know, people uh, – these other guys like, like Pringle, like Thompson, whoever, they're all in, like, national all-star games and stuff. So uh, those kids won't play with the other ones. I mean, South Carolina in 07, one of the best things that happened to them was they had a bunch of players on a national all-star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, they kind of recruited each other and a lot of camaraderie and all that. So, yeah, there's no question about it. You know, I think what this does is it lays the groundwork for, you know, next season. Uh, Tariq Hayer is a corner uh, high four-star guy from St. John's in Washington. You know, we'll see if the Gamecocks get involved there. You know, there's always D linemen in Maryland and D.C., uh, you know, I, I think that uh, they're going to continue to go in and, and land their share from that area. Uh, and like I said, you got six over the course of two cycles. That's that's a good chunk. You know, that's a good chunk considering um, you're getting high level, you know, guys. You're getting guys that would be top ten in your own state, uh, and, and that's good because your your own state doesn't have that many guys. So I, I think it's just uh, tremendous and. Uh, you know, everything from the need to the, the player himself and his ability to where it was at, uh, you know, that, that was the, the only thing that would have been better is if it had happened on signing day, like Nick Harbour and the whole country's talking about it. But hmm. I, I think the whole country's probably talking about it today, especially in Columbus, Ohio and Athens, <laughs> Georgia and, 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 uh, and, and Coral Gables, Florida. Yeah, I got to imagine there's a couple of folks on some Buckeyes message boards that are uh, they're, they're less than thrilled about today's uh, events, but who really gives a damn anyway? One of them blamed NIL. I'm like, whoa, guys. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We, we talk guys. Uh, yeah, they have been uh, they've been something else on, on social media about it for sure. Yeah. So, JC, we talk about the ripple effect again, positive momentum. What does it mean for this 2024 recruiting class? I mean, you saw a guy like Jonathan Paler. He gave the eyeball emoji in reply to it. You talk about a guy like Jonte Gilbert who decommitted from Ohio State over the weekend during the cookout weekend. You talk about a guy like a King Joseph Edwards. I mean, of course, Daniel Hill as we're waiting on that one as well. But, you know, give us a recap, number one, a cookout weekend. And also, I mean, what do you think this means for, like, the next dominoes that are going to fall eventually for South Carolina? I, I, well, the, the cookout was for, for 2024, and I'll get 2025 in a second because there's a big stud D tackle in Savannah that, that we probably want to talk about for mm. that class. But uh, it, it really went a long way with ending things with Stewart and, and putting the Gamecocks in a great position for Jalua Solomon. Now, Look, I, I wish Jalua Solomon was ranked correctly. I don't know why some people think of him as a three-star prospect because 
every staff that wants him there. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's a three-and-done guy to the NFL. And these are guys like Torrey and Gray and whoever's coaching DBs at Auburn and, and guys that have track records, not just whatever. But they think he's special. Uh, South Carolina brought him and his mother in on Tuesday, Thursday. Uh, they spent the night. They spent all day Friday laying out the plan for him. Um, I think Steve Wolfong from our site for 24-7 Sports, the, the who is – I used to call him the Oracle because he's really good at crystal balls – uh, he picked the Gamecocks today. Uh, Jalewis did say at South Carolina and Auburn. Uh, I think that one has the potential to end up going back and forth just because Auburn's got some momentum right now. It's Hugh Freeze. He's got a, mm-hmm. a Brinks truck full of money. You know, uh, Jalewis's brother goes there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's always been thought that Jalewis is going to make his own decision regardless of his brother. And, and, and Auburn hasn't always been in the top two, Florida State was for a long time. So mm-hmm. uh, I think South Carolina's in great position to land him. I think that's on Saturday, that commitment. Um, and so those were the two focuses in 2024. For 2025, Elijah Griffin, the defensive tackle from Savannah, um, number two player in the country. Um, look, it's going to be Georgia and South Carolina. Savannah is in the state of Georgia. That is according to the movie Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, uh, where they raise the Uggas, go dogs. Uh, <laughs> but but it is four hours uh, and back roads from Savannah to, to Athens and only two and a half to good old Columbia. So <laughs> Gamecocks may have a little bit of a, a proximity advantage there. And plus all those D tackles Georgia signed in this class could potentially work against them for this kid in mm-hmm. the next class. So uh, South Carolina made quite an impression uh, on him while while they were there, mm-hmm. uh, along with Amari Adams for South Florence, who's another big-time DT for 2025. And uh, I'd be remiss if I did not mention Jonte Gilbert, who is still a five-star. Uh, I say still because this is the classic type of kid they move down. You know, he, he comes off the blue blood and commits someplace else. They're going to drop him a little bit. 
which I think I wouldn't do it that way, but you know, that just seems to be the way it is right now. Uh, but from Atlanta, Douglas, uh, excellent player projects as a safety. They kind of flirt with South Carolina for a while. Uh, and looks like they're going to make that happen. I don't know if, what the time frame is. If I were him, I don't know that I'd commit right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the Gamecocks are sitting pretty uh, for him uh, for 2025. Uh, back to 2024, you mentioned Jonathan Paler. Chris, I've been thinking NC State for a while now mm-hmm. uh, just because of some very pessimistic uh, feedback I've gotten from the part of South Carolina. But then I got some more positive feedback today, so you never know. I, I don't think the hay's in the barn for the Wolfpack on that one just yet. Uh, and then, you know, with, with Daniel Hill, it's been kind of like Dylan Stewart uh, through all the ups and downs. There was a little concerned after he visited, but lately it's been all Gamecocks for him. He's kind of waiting around for the announcement. So, uh, you know, you're potentially looking at the Gamecocks beating Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, and Miami on a five-star DN. Uh, the Gamecocks going head-to-head with Bama and, and beating him on a four-star running back from Mississippi. Um you know, holding off NC State for Paylor's not going to be easy, but he's one of the faster players in the country. Um, and then uh, beating Auburn, where he has a sibling, and Auburn's always been great in South Georgia, uh, on an elite, what you consider to be an elite NFL-style corner. Those are the battles you got to win to build a championship roster, man. And it looks like the Gamecocks have a chance, no guarantees, have a chance to do all of them. JC, somehow, some way, we didn't even mention Zymerian Lang, who committed on Sunday. And there's just so many things to talk about. But Lang commits on Sunday, class of 2024, wide receiver out of Palmetto, Florida, six foot two, 170 pounds. Uh, rated as a three star, but a .8842, and uh, a guy that is a burner in the 40 yard dash. What can you tell us about Zymerian Lang in this commitment? Oh, yeah, man. The minute I saw Pitt on his list, uh, yeah, head coach at Pitt, Pat Narduzzi, does a great – as great, and then Kansas State was his other one. Mm-hmm. Somehow Kansas State never recruits above a three-star and always has a great football team. <laughs> uh, you know, go figure. Uh, but those are the ones you – if you're going to go find somebody, go find somebody these guys are recruiting. Uh, Narduzzi was at Michigan State for years right under D'Antonio. And Urban Meyer, when he got to Ohio State, said – he told his recruiting staff, he was like, if Narduzzi and Antonio offer anybody, watch the film again to make sure we're not missing them. So there you go. Uh, and, and and so South Carolina, Torian Gray, and speaking of great evaluators, loves this kid as a DB. He's a two-way player, uh, probably a little more raw on offense, but kind of wants to give offense a shot. So they're going to give him first shot on offense. Very fast. Uh, he's from Palmetto High School, which produced Joe Hills. I don't know if anybody remembers Joseph Hills mm-hmm. yeah. from back in the Spurrier, or, early Spurrier. Caught a touchdown, early. I think, in that 08 Kentucky yeah. game, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe is. Um, yeah. Joe went on left here and went on to play arena football uh, for a while and did good. But he was from Palmetto. Uh, but uh, Lang is transferring to uh, Sarasota Cardinal Mooney, which is a bigger school, higher level competition for this year. Uh you know, and, and he's just one of those athletes, Chris, you know, that, that if you're South Carolina, you know, that's the type of kid you got to take out of Florida, you know, just like, just like I said with, uh, you know, Wendell Gregory and Michael Smith, those type of guys you got to get out of Georgia, you know, if you're South Carolina, then go get your four and five star guys from in-state and places like the DMV and God willing in the creek won't doesn't rise one day, North Carolina, Virginia. <laughs> and, uh, 
and you can put together a championship level roster. I mean, you know, it, it's uh, it's kind of the old. I've said this before: the old Tennessee plan with Philip Fulmer. Go get, go piss people off, and go in their state and, and their territories and take their guys. Uh, I don't think Beamer is going to mind being villainized for something like that. JC, I know you got to get out of here, man. Appreciate you taking the time. Oh, One gosh. last thing. Our, our friend sure. Brad Crawford tweeted this this morning. That six top 200 recruits in each of the past two cycles for Shane Beamer, including two five-stars. No previous South kind of coach has done that in program history. When you hear something like that, I mean, what comes to mind, just the job that Shane Beamer has done to this point in recruiting and how things are setting up for the future in Columbia? Well, one of the more popular words in society these days, and, and I hear it a lot because I'm involved with uh, NIL collectives and things like that, is the word sustainable. Um, that tells me it's sustainable. I, you know, Steve Spurrier really recruited quite well here. Uh, Lou Holtz did as, as well. W- were they consistent stringing great classes back to back to back? No, uh, I'll be honest. They, they weren't. They, they were fortunate. Uh, because the, the 06 class had a lot of like Captain Munderland there. It was kind of the underrated all star team, uh, and they got that in the NFL and all that. But you had the 07 class, then 08 wasn't all that good. You had 09, and then 2010 was okay, but outside of Marcus, wasn't all that great. 11 was good with Clowney, you popped back up. Um, Beamer, because he's going to be here a while, because there's no chance he's going to say two or three more years, right? I think he's got a chance to to string it together back to back to back to back to back, continue to dominate the state, continue to go get players out of the DMV, continue to upgrade your quality every cycle. And and that's the only goal I had for recruiting this year. It's, It's not finishing the top 10 or whatever. That's nice, but it's add more blue chip high school talent to your roster, you know, get, get more blue chippers in this class. You did in 2023, and 2023 was better than 2022 as far as that goes. And keep building and stack it. Uh, and that's how you build a roster. And uh, all, all of a sudden, one day you look up and you're two and three deep at every position and, and there's no drop-off. Mm-hmm. That's how you compete in the SEC. So I, I think they just got to continue doing it and um, and uh, hope it uh, remains consistent. And, and for, for Beamer, you know, that, that tells me Beamer's got a chance to, to have it uh, do it the right way and thus make it stand, make it stand the test of time and, and make it a lot more sustainable as far as winning year in and year out. Exciting times in Columbia, South Carolina. JC Sherrod of Inside the Gamecocks, the Big Spur, joins us every single Tuesday. JC, appreciate you taking the time, my friend, and I urge everyone to head over to the Big Spur. I know you guys have tons of content, tons of coverage with the Dylan Stewart stuff happening this morning. So appreciate you taking the time, JC. Always a pleasure, my friend. And congratulations, by the way. Congrats to you and you guys on the new app that you just released. The is the Chief Sports Network, right? You want to Chief Sports Network app. Yeah. You right now you can get JC and Morgan and us, but we're gonna be adding programming from around the state of South Carolina, high school scores, things like that. So it's free. So go download it, the Chief Sports app. And certainly looking forward uh, with you making uh, I guess your Chief Sports app debut, Chris, on Thursday. That'll be awesome. Can't wait. That's going to be a blast, man. JC, I appreciate you, man. We will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you so much.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.